Welcome to the Rural Opportunities Podcast. I'm here with Cindy Troutman. She is the current Reeve of Camrose County and the only candidate that is acclaimed for Division Two. Um, so we're going to ask her some questions and get to know her, um, even though she's acclaimed. So welcome, Cindy. And I will, let, I will let you introduce yourself and tell us a bit more about you. Okay. Well, uh, my name is Cindy Troutman. And my husband, Pat, and I have grew up, both of us, in the county, uh, in, in two separate communities. He was from New Norway, and I was from Edward. Um, we have two sons and one grandson. We enjoy the freedom of the rural life and truly appreciate it. And even though the boys live in the cities, they they embrace the rural roots that they have. And, and I can see both of them at some point in time probably returning. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So in what capacities have you been involved in the county activities or currently are involved? Okay, well, currently I am uh, the Cameras County Councillor for Division 2, which is the Edberg, Ferentosh, New Norway areas. And uh, I have been since October 2017, so this was my first term as a councillor. Um, previous to that, though, I have experience in agriculture and veterinary medicine is my background. And also, um, I believe strongly in service to the community, and I have actually volunteered in our communities uh, since the time I was in high school. So that's amazing. I I appreciate uh, volunteers and encourage people to volunteer all the time. Mm-hmm. That's so cool that you've been in the county for so long. What is the greatest strength that you bring to this role? And do you have a learning curve? What's something that you're still learning? County. Well, uh, I think one of my strengths is my leadership uh, roles that I've been I've been given those opportunities all again right from high school, um, and I think one of my strengths is that I can listen and work and problem solve with uh, various age groups. Uh, whether it was uh, my first real volunteer out in the Edinburgh area was with a group of beavers. So they were five and six year olds mm-hmm. and, you know, then through 4-H and then kids get into school and volunteering all through that as well as day home uh, boards and that. So I have been involved in boards, right? Um, I don't think I've ever had a year when I have not been on a board. So, and wow. I continue. That, so that's amazing. Yeah. Um, so, so, learning curve. Uh Well, my first two years as a counselor and any new counselor will find that first, and you really have to give yourself at least six months to really get a grasp on everything before uh, you you can have input all the way through, but boy, there's, there is a lot to learn. Uh Um, And then my next two years is the Reeve. Um, It's been a steep one there too, because uh, three months into my first year's Reeve, we have COVID-19 and and we have lots of negotiations going on with the city and that. So um, still learning. I learned something new yesterday, one of our policies that I had not, I had not known before. So um, I don't think I will ever quit learning there. There's a lot. Yeah. Always learning. Always something new that comes up. Yeah. What is a change in the county that you would like to see happen and you believe that you can help to be a part of that? Well, Camrose County has uh, economic development that is a fairly young group, and I am on that board, or on that committee, actually. 
And we have both uh, a couple of counselors. Uh, one of the head of uh, planning and, and uh, development is the economic development officer. And we also have a couple business leaders in the community that, and we're uh, working hard to not only support the current businesses that are in the county, but, and that's all sizes, whether it's the mom and pop, you know, single person having their little, their business out of their house or right up to, you know, the cargo sized uh, crush plant size. But we are, we also want to work to continue to attract those businesses as well. And, but without, again, without forgetting to support the the ones that are currently there because we can't leave those ones behind either. So try to work with all of them and um, we're going to be doing more and more over the next couple of years, but um, we're really kickstarting it now. So we've got some exciting things that could possibly happen soon. Awesome. That's good to hear. Economic yeah. development has been coming up a lot in the interview. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, why is municipal politics important to you? Well, it is truly the grassroots and that's not uh, a pun at rural. Um, it is at municipal levels, whether it's a village, a town, city, or counties and municipal districts, we are the grassroots of politics. Um, there's no other level of politics where you can you can call your local councillor, email them. I mean, we're on 24-7, whether it's by email, by phone, by uh, in-person chats, however, you know, the contact we can do, we are tr- and we're trying. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have um, experience right with each of our departments. We've got, we've, you know, in the county, we've got great staff. Um, managers and employees that are always willing to work with counselors and to to listen and 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 give feedback. So um, I think that's that's where it's at. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the last question is: Why do you believe that you're the best candidate for this position? But you um, are claimed. So, what is your favorite thing about Cameras County? What do you love about it? Um, why have you You've kept your roots here, and just tell me about that. Well, um, anybody that drives around this county will find the immense diversity in the landscapes. Um, we have that good old Nobbin Hill type thing towards the southeast. Uh, Battle River Valley is uh, absolutely beautiful, especially this time of year. If you drive, have an opportunity to drive. Um, and I'm fortunate to live along the Battle River Valley. So mm-hmm. there's uh, no other place that I've traveled. And I have traveled uh, both in the in country, U.S. and, and uh, overseas. And I have never found anywhere that I would like to live better than here. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. I went for a drive to Ferry Point Campground yes. this last weekend. And it was beautiful. With all the fall colors, it was absolutely stunning. Yeah, people need to get out there now before the leaves all go. Because, and that's the sad part is when those leaves all go. You just wanted to stay there, but yeah, but, uh, yeah, the, the gold and the blue, the reds and um, yeah, and, and again, that area there is more almost like the Badlands. And yeah. then you come west towards where I live, and we've got more spruce trees and, and you know green hills. So wide variety, and it, it's a thing of beauty. Mm-hmm. Camrose County is beautiful. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you for joining me. And if there's anything else you'd like to add, go ahead. Um, well, just a word of encouragement to the other councillors, whether it's uh, the Kamloops County candidates uh, that are vying for election uh, or city. Um, municipal governments is more complex than most people understand, including myself when I was the first councillor. Um, you have to leave yourself open to 
um, the multifaceted parts of it and and learn from it. Uh, and as a council, you know, we're fortunate to have a very talented administration and staff um, that are open to questions. And so ask those questions. Um, it's it's a way to learn and it's 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 actually amazing sometimes. Yeah, that's great advice. And yeah. I'm sure that they'll be looking to you for some leadership there. So that's amazing. Thank you, Cindy, for joining me. You're welcome. And thank you for your, your continued support, Megan Lethbridge and the CRE. Hello, Corey. Thank you for joining me on the Rural Opportunities Podcast. Thank you for having me. I will let you start off and tell us a little bit about yourself and what division you're running for and all that good stuff. So that'd be for Division 3. And um, name is Corey Zott, age 52, born and raised on a grain dairy farm out here. Um, went to, after high school, worked a little bit. Uh, odd jobs with United Grain Growers and then went to SAGE and did my um, process uh, plant ticket and power engineering and been doing that for 30 years. And as well, I've been grain farming in this area on my own with my family for the last 27 years. So... Wow, that's some great experience. And what ways have you been involved in county activities in the past or anything within the county? I, I actually haven't done a lot. A few volunteer roles here and there just for odds and ends. Uh, I was a director on, the, on an REA board back mm -hmm. in early 2000s for the Melrose REA. And other than that, not a lot. This is, I've actually had a busy life with farming and work. So this is kind of where I'm starting to get involved with more community stuff. So, mm, so I thought, why not nice. try this? Yeah, for sure. What is the greatest strength that you bring to this role? And what will you, what will be your biggest learning curve? Because, uh, Strength, I guess, I think my diversity. I mean, I, in my role in oil and gas is, I mean, I'm a project coordinator and I work with the operations group. Um, we deal with people pretty much every day, uh, crews, people, staff. Um, we deal with, um, pro, like I said, projects, uh, regulatory, uh, landowner complaints, um, I don't know, I guess, uh, that, and then I was involved in, I was involved in a restaurant business for three years, years back. I've had my own grain farm for the last 25 years, 26 years. Um, I like investment. And so I've kind of versed on the investment world. So I think just my diversity and all of it, I think would be, is kind of an asset to to what I think the county could use. So, and then learning curve, I would actually say just learning everything. There's a lot, when you take in consideration of everything that's the councillors look at, there's actually a lot. And to really know what is going on, um, to really understand it, it's going to take some 
you know, digging into the books and digging into each of the roles and what the people do and, and try to see if you can make a change and make something better. Yeah, it sounds like you bring a great diversity to the role and um, yeah, got some things to learn and that's good. What is a change in the county you would like to see happen and how do you believe you will help to be a part of that? You know, I think generally the county has probably been run, you know, okay. I mean, like I'll, I'm hoping to learn more about it. I thought maybe like a while ago, I was reading through the minutes and it was from either last year, earlier this year, I can't remember. And they were, you know, needing, they would want the oil and gas business back. They needed a tax revenue um, is basically what the conversation was about. But there was a mention of saying, well, we should have a well drilling tax. And I'm like, whoa, uh, when you look at, when you look at capital investment from, you're always in competition with other jurisdictions. And if you're going to say, oh, we're going to tax you because we need money and you're going to scare business away and you're going to, and I, I think that would, if I was to say the county was falling down on, I'd say that's where the county's falling down on. And I think that's where I could come in and make a difference there and, and push for, push to bring business. I think that would be my biggest thing is to push to bring business to this county and to bring the people in and to grow it, grow it, grow it quicker. Um, and taxing is, when I heard that, it kind of gave me chills in my spine because I'm like, that just scared away more business. So you just can't do that. And so I'm kind of wondering what the thought process is there, but I don't know if there was um, a lot of traction on that comment from the other counselors, but just hearing it said spooked me. So, so that's kind of where I'm at with that. Hmm, that's interesting. I wonder if maybe you'd be able to bring some perspective to the orphan well situation. Well, I worked with my company to try to pull some of the wells out of the orphan well program. So there was wells that were sitting there not producing for years, but looking back in our history, they did okay at say much higher pressures. Now that pressures have been pulled down and on an infrastructure, I went to my my um, company and I said, we've got, there's numerous wells from an old Neo exploration company. And uh, they were like, yeah, they were interested in doing it. I went to the government and once they labeled that well orphan well, that was done. I couldn't pull it back out of them. I even said to him, look, it, let me flow it. Let's, we'll flow, we'll flow test it. And if it works good, my company will accept that well on and we will continue to produce it. And, and the, basically the government said, no, it is an orphan well, it's gonna stay there and it's going away and we're cutting and capping it. So there was an opportunity now, now that we see that gas prices coming up and they're probably gonna be a lot higher this winter. Maybe some of these people will rethink that process, but that's kind of where I was at with that. I mean, the federal government gave us 1.5 billion or so to do a bunch of orphan wells, which was which was nice. But I think there was there's other avenues to go down. So, and then now that energy prices, oil and that gas are are higher, 
some of those some of those are opportunities that were they're lost now they're gone forever so hmm. well, that's very interesting i think you bring an interesting perspective there so that's good um why is municipal politics important to you and why are you getting into it now i think Kind of from my earlier comment, I think I just think I can add something um, just with my experiences in it. And and maybe, like I said earlier, I think, I, you know, I've, I've got great neighbors that offer, uh, you know, their fire with the fire department. They're doing this and they're doing that. And I kind of haven't because I've been a busy, busy work life. So this is basically, you know, my thought and where I think I can add kind of things. So, yeah, I just thought it was maybe time, so. That's great. Why do you believe you are the best candidate for this position? The best candidate? Well, I, I guess I actually don't know the other candidates, so I can't even comment on them. Um, I'm sure they're fine people. Um, all I can say is that'll be for the voters to decide, um, but. I think all I can say is just with my diversity and what I've done. And like one fella said to me, he says, I just like it that you've played in the sandbox a long time. You've done enough that you have around, um, you know, you, you, you've done enough stuff to see, see a whole circle of things. So, and I said, that's why they, one fella asked me to run and I said, yeah, fair enough. I said, that's good. I said, well, maybe it's time, but yeah, I think just, you know, like I said, being in private business, being in oil and gas and lots of different things, running with people. Um, uh, I enjoy investment world, uh, running my own operation uh, and living, of course, living in the community for that long. I guess you, I think I should have a lot to offer. So, so yeah, I guess that'll be up to the voters. So There you go. That's a very honest answer. So people know you're honest. That's good. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to add, Corey? Um, no, not at this time. I guess everything is good. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining me today. And I hope you have a good rest of your day. Okay, you too. Thank you very much. Yeah. Bye. Bye.